What is good, y'all? It's your boy Rax, man. It's here. It's here. It's finally here. I'm doing it. A lot of y'all requested it. We've been in the works for a bunch of years. I've always been too scary to do it, but I'm fucking doing it. Why the hell not? It's your boy Rax coming to you live with a podcast. Well, if you're listening to this, it's not really live. It's pre-recorded and uploaded, but it's live right now as I'm talking to it. So, fuck it. Today is Saturday, May 27th. The Heat are playing the Boston Celtics. It is 9-9 in the first half. We about to take this bitch home. So, a little bit about me, man. We're just here to talk some shit. We're just here to have some fun. We're just here to have a good time. We loving, we living, we keeping it moving. That's all we doing. So, let's get right to it, man. This is going to be uncut, unedited, raw, bloopers included. We're just not even going to snip anything. If we snip it, it's because I paused to go to the bathroom. We're not cutting anything. It's Saturday. I hope you guys got your drink. Corona. I think it's time for you guys to sponsor me, man. I've wasted enough money on y'all products. You guys can drop a 12-pack every now and then. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hmm. So it's Saturday, man, and um, I have this genius idea to just go right ahead. I got to remember to look at the camera and not look at myself. Because if I look at myself, I look like a goofball. I look at the camera, I look at y'all. Anyways, we are finally doing this. I figure, what do I got to lose, man? I talk shit on my social media stories all day. There's no reason why I shouldn't be able to talk shit to you guys and just look back at it and laugh at it and laugh with you guys about it. Do a Q&A. Hey, listen, Joe Rogan started in the spare bedroom. I'm starting in my living room. Right now, this is my setup, okay? I've got an Amazon ring light. I've got my iPhone held right there. The moment that this video decides to stop, I'm going to have to stop it, all right? We're going to have to keep it moving. I've got a $50 mic, a diffuser, and we are using a free GarageBand app on my MacBook. This is what we got. This is what we're going to do, okay? Next thing you know, Amazon wants a sponsor. Go get it. (laughs) Amazon ain't sponsoring shit, but... It is what it is. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. One time for the Cubans, bro. Come on, man. Come on this side a little bit. Hook your boy up. You know what I'm saying? I, I buy the Prime. I buy a lot of shit on there. Just drop a dime on your boy. That's all I need. Just drop a little dime and we going to blow this motherfucker up. That's all I'm saying, bro. That's all I'm saying. If we had support from everybody out here, we all going to be eating. But until then, we drinking. <laughs> so, apart from this, man, I'm working on... I'm working on my fear of stage fright. Everybody's always said that I should do stand-up. Stand-up's coming. Stand-up is absolutely coming. I've been writing jokes. I've been recording jokes. I just want to do real comedy. Real comedy. And what I mean by real comedy is that comedy that just happens on a day-to-day life. A lot of people don't believe the shit that happens to me. But believe it or not, a lot of shit happens to me. I've had a roller coaster of a life. What you see on Instagram is not everything that's known. I just show y'all what I want y'all to know because, shit, motherfucker got a boom just like everybody else. You can't show everything. You know what I'm saying? I can't show the down times because then the down times are going to be like, well, that's not really who we want on this side. If Paramount wants a movie, I'm available. My shit look right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyways, man, we're just, we're just here to have a little fun. We're just here to crack some jokes, have a great time. We loving, we living, we keeping it moving every day, every hour, every second. So right now we're watching the Heat game. It's game six. <sighs> Last two games. We don't, we don't even try to remember the shit. We, 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 we were supposed to sweep. We didn't sweep. We about to hit this bitch right now. Okay. But the boys need to get on, on point. The boys need to get ready. 
And apparently, I need a refill. So when it comes to the first cut, here's going to be the first cut. I'll be right back, y'all. All right, we're back. We are back. Just got a quick refill, as you can see. 1972 undefeated Dolphins. You know what we read, baby. We read the crib and nothing but the crib, okay? This shit is falling on me. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> mm. Listen, man. Listen, the whole point of this is to start at the bottom and make it to the top. If we don't make it to the top, shit, at least we fucking try. This is what every person that loses their vape looks like. This right here is what every person that loses their vape the moment they, they want to hit it looks like. They go, fr there it is. They go frantic looking for it. These things take over your life worse than cigarettes do. Cigarettes, if you run out of a box, automatically you're just like, fuck. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. Cigarette people are just as bad as vape people. I was a cigarette guy. I'm a vet. I'm sorry. What was that word? Vep? <laughs> Can we run that back? Vep guy? No. It's vape, motherfucker. What are you talking about, bro? Does anybody else do this? Does anybody else label their vapes the day that they bought them? <laughs> because here's the thing. I'll have a few of them laying around. Look, watch. I have a few of them laying around. And um, you can automatically notice the difference because one is darker. Maybe not on the camera, but one is darker than the other. It's because of all the times you hold it in your hand, you get it so damn dirty, which is gross. But it's your hand, so it is what it is. It's not like I'm handing this shit off to somebody else so they can smoke it in their mouth. So, these things are worse because you know you have it. You know you have it. You know that it's somewhere. And that it was in your close vicinity. But somehow it happened. At least in this couch, it's always sliding between one of the fucking cracks. So I've always got to, like, shove my hand in, in there. And then I come out with some type of, like, permanent scar all the way across my arm. Because I decided to scrape myself on one of the metals between the couches. But that's inevitable. Like, I just, I need. <laughs> I got problems, y'all. But it's all right, man. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. We we love him. We leave him. We keeping it push. Leaving. We love him. We live him. We keeping it pushing. That's the model, man. That's the fucking model. Mm. Score check is twenty twenty. The game's tied. Three minutes left in the first quarter. Excuse me. Hmm. By the way, I only drink on Saturdays. I. It's twenty two twenty now. Boston's up. I. And one of those people that if it touches my lips, I need to have a little bit more. I think it's called alcoholic. I don't claim to be an alcoholic because I don't drink Monday through Friday or Sunday. So I drink maybe one time out of the week and it's usually on a Saturday night, not even Saturday day. I'm lying. If it's a dolphin game, I'm drunk by 9 a.m. Absolutely pissed drunk by 9 a.m. <clears throat> Excuse me. Maybe we should edit that or we won't. We'll just keep it moving. Um, so, yeah, man. That's just, by the way, I just realized we've been talking for X amount of minutes now. Some of y'all that are watching this have no idea who I am. And that's okay. That's absolutely okay. I don't expect everybody to know who I am, considering the fact that nobody knows who I am. So let me tell you guys, my name's Rax. It's not. My name's Oscar. Okay. Let me tell you a story about Rax. The way that I got Rax is I used to write graffiti, right? So my graffiti tag used to be Rack so. If you look rack so backwards, it's Oscar with a K. Don't ask me why I put the K. It's kind of like knife. We don't really need the K, but it's there. 
Alright, so I just said, fuck it, I'm adding a K in that bitch. If you got a problem with it, sue me. Nobody sued me yet. Hopefully there's no Raxo out there who's patenting this name, so it is what it is. We're just going to keep using it till somebody says something or nobody says nothing or I'm the one that goes ahead and fucking files for it. But um, Raxo was the tag and um, nobody would call me Raxo up until I was maybe a full mid-adult already. When I met my boys from Empire... Shout out to Empire Boutique. Shout out to Shop Famosa. Shout out to So So Sports, man. Shout out to Miami Golf Bros. When I met the bros, man, something changed. And that's the first time in my life that I was actually given a nickname. I mean, I had a nickname for my mom, and that was Neno. But who the fuck wants to be Neno their whole life? You feel me? That's just my mom. Shout out to my mama. Hey. But, um, yeah, man, um, for some reason, it was Raxo, Raxo, Raxo. And then the O was eliminated, and they just started calling me Rax. And I'm like, shit, that fucking sounds amazing, yo. Like, Rax? If you think about it, it's fucking perfect, bro. Like, I ain't got no money, but I can pretend I got some fucking money. So it's like, yeah, nigga, I'm Rax. Rack it up. And then it was perfect because it was right when the song Rax on Rax on Rax came out. So it was just like, yeah. And I'm... Have the time of my life. <laughs> mm. But yeah, man, it was a fucking great time. Uh, wait, what was a great time? It's still a great time. We're still having a fun. We're still, we're still having fun. You guys are going to have to excuse me. There's sometimes that I speak so fast that the words just blah, 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 all together. And we just got to wind. What the fuck did he say? I'll repeat myself, but it's. We loving, we living, we keeping it moving, all right? That's, that's just what, again, I need to be looking over here and not over here, over here. I'm tired of looking at myself. There's nobody there, Rex. There's nobody there, Rex. So, yeah, man, this is the first one that we're doing. God knows where it goes. It's in his hands, it's in my hands to make sure that I produce a good product, a good quality, a good topic. Hopefully, you know. God knows, man. Maybe down the line in the future we'll be having guests. It'll be in a studio. It'll be somewhere. But if you don't try, you never know. So one thing about me is I'm going to always try. I'm going to always do it. I'm going to always fucking try to do what's best for me, my family, and all of those around me that have always supported me. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. All right, enough with the sappy shit. Let's get back to the show. I don't even have a title for this podcast yet. Maybe you guys can help me for the title, man. Maybe, 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 shit. Somebody can come up with something creative to call this podcast. I don't want to call it the Racks Podcast. That's, I feel like that's not going to be good enough. It's not going to catch. Like, I feel like people are expecting me to fucking throw racks all day, and that's, that's not really what we're here to do. We're just here to talk shit, crack some jokes, and have a good time, maybe for like an hour or two. Not Definitely not two, because there's nobody that's going to listen to me ramble for two hours, especially not right now. So a quick rundown about me, man. I'm 36 years old. I'm a Cuban-born U.S. citizen. It only took me fucking 30 years to become a citizen, which is funny. That's a story for another day. I'll, I'll tell you guys that story, but it's the most ridiculous thing that I've ever been a part of trying to become a citizen of the United States. I, I speak perfect English. I've never failed a grade. I've gone to elementary school, middle school, high school, university. I've done it all in the U.S. And I still couldn't get a fucking citizenship. These motherfuckers had me with a green card for like 
30 years, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't... <laughs> My mama got her citizenship and can't, she can't speak a drop of English. Like, what the fuck did y'all see in me that I failed? Oh, man. But, again, that's a story. I keep looking over here, by the way, because I don't know when this shit's going to time out. So, I'm always looking at it to make sure it's still recording. So, like, that, I know I haven't continued to ramble to y'all and it's not even being recorded. But, um... Yeah, man. Again, my name is Oscar. I am Cuban-born Havana. Technically, it's La Habana, Rosalia, mi hermano, que vuelta. Well, I came here when I was four years old, man. It wasn't your typical travel. It wasn't your typical jump on a raft and come to come to the U.S. Which shout out to everybody that has ever done that. A lot of y'all have no idea how crazy that is to jump on a ship on a raft. Not even a ship. It's on a raft on a makeshift buoy. For like seven days, crossing across the Atlantic. Atlantic? Yeah. Crossing across the Atlantic. I mean, Cuba's only 90 miles away from Key West, but it's it's a death trap, man. You have to travel along the ocean, sharks, nature, everything. A lot of these... A lot of these things don't have proper steering, don't have proper anything. So it, it's up to God at some point. And um, all of those who have ever made it, shit, man, will fucking welcome. All of those who didn't make it, rest in peace. You know, like, the journey was not forgotten. You know, you have never been forgotten. And, um, yeah, man. So when it came to me, I left Cuba when I was around four years old with my mother. My step, my stepfather, he um, he came. To, he fell in love with my mother in Cuba. I was about a year and a half, and um, he came to the states, man. He came to the states. My, my dad, rest in peace, he passed away um, November 2019. It's still recent, so we still miss you to this day, Pop. I'm sure we'll always fucking miss you. But um, yeah, man, he came over here. He was a G in Cuba. My dad had fucking cash stashed in the floorboards in Cuba. He got raided one day. Nobody could. Because in Cuba, if you had American dollars, you were, you know, an enemy of the state type of thing. But um, he came to the States. He worked his ass off. He worked two jobs, one in the morning, one at night. So he can build up enough money to bring my mother and his stepson, which he barely fucking knew. He'd known for a short period of time, you know. So... If a stepfather can go ahead and put so much, these fucking heat are balling right now. Well, they're not balling. They're getting their fucking ass kicked, but they're playing hard. So back to my stepdad, man. He 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 worked his ass off so that he can bring me and my mother over here from Cuba. We didn't take the traditional route. We jumped on a plane one day, and I think we went to Argentina. Then we went to Chile. Then from Chile, we went over to Mexico. And then from Mexico, we flew over to the States. Which is a funny-ass story. I came to the United States pissed in my pants. Yes, I have the picture and everything. If I find it, I'll post it up. I came to the States full-blown pissed, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Why? Because I was a fucking four-year-old kid, and um, I really had to pee, and I had never been on a plane. I didn't know planes had their fucking bathrooms. But on top of that, the person who was responsible for bringing me to the States had fallen asleep with a glass of wine on his fucking tray table. I barely knew this guy. Rewind back a little bit. This man was hired to bring me to the States because me and my mother couldn't come in at the same time. Don't ask me why. It was just the way that it was set up. But we fucking, um, 
Yeah, we went our different way from Argentina. We went our, my mother and I went our different ways. It was probably, I still remember that day. You ever have a memory that you remember to the day? Like, you just remember crispy, crispy, crispy. I remember seeing my mom take off on a plane from South America to go to Mexico, and I stayed behind with a, you know, stranger. And fucking, I just remember seeing her walk away, and I look over to that guy, and I tell him, we're going next, right? And he's like, yeah, we're going shortly after. So what I envisioned was my mom's plane taking off, our plane taking off, and at some point in the middle of the air, both planes are side by side, and I'm waving to my mom out the window like if I'm in a car ride. That's not how it went down. What went down was that a few weeks later, it was my turn to go. We jumped on a plane. This man pretended to be my guardian. He fell asleep. I had to pee. I didn't say anything. I pissed my pants. When we got out the plane, our first picture with me in the States was me fucking with a dark spot all over my goddamn blue pants, which there's still a picture of. I will show you guys. <laughs> and that's how my life started coming into the U.S. And then 30 years later, I became a citizen because I was denied at the age of nine. Listen, listen, y'all. Listen. I say this story to everybody. I keep looking. This story is incredible to me. I, um, I, I had a great childhood. I had an amazing childhood. My mom and my dad gave me everything that I could need, you know, within their means. We've always lived in middle-class America. Even to this day, I live in middle-class America. I hope to change that for my, for my children, my beautiful daughter, my beautiful son. I hope to change that eventually with the power of everything that's around me, man. Um, everything's achievable as long as you put your mind to it. As long as you lead with your heart, it'll pay off eventually. So, um, I, um, at the age of 18, I wanted to join the police academy, right? <laughs> Go fucking figure this goddamn dirtbag trying to be a cop. Hey, listen, there's plenty of dirtbags that are cops. They just haven't been caught yet. But anyways, God knew that I wasn't supposed to be a cop. Regardless of the fact that I enrolled in Miami-Dade North Campus, shout out to the Sharks. <laughs> I don't know why I wolfed like a wolf when it's Miami Dade Sharks, but we're just going to keep pushing. Anyways, um, came to the States. No. Okay, at the age of 18, I wanted to be a cop. So I joined the police academy and they told me I needed to be a citizen. Apparently, the only, the only police station at that time or police precinct at that time that was accepting residents was Mikosuki Police. Police. I don't know why. I don't know why. Sometimes my I just drop an accent on a word. Sometimes, man. But anyways, um, but I was like, I'm not really trying to work for Mikasuki. I'm not really trying to work for Balaka either. I'm not really. Listen, at some point, I realized that I didn't want to be a cop. So God just said, let me throw an obstacle in your way, and we're gonna prevent that from ever fucking happening. Uh, <laughs> shout out to God. Mm. But um. Yeah, man, um, I was in the academy. I, I never actually made it past that step because I never became a citizen. Um, and here's why I never became a citizen. The reason why I never became a citizen. The silliest reason. To this day. To this day. To this day. It is the silliest motherfucking reason why anybody has ever been denied citizenship to the United States. All right. So um, when I was... 18 years old, I got in a little trouble, 
by a little trouble, meaning that I was um, detained. I was put in handcuffs. I was taken to TGK. I bailed out within three hours, but I had a little something, right? No problem. I did what I was supposed to do. I was not charged. I was not convicted. I have never been a felon. I don't even have the misdemeanor. I don't have anything. I, it still shows, but it's a no pro, meaning that the case was dropped. I did what I had to do to get it dropped. No problem. Uh, I did all my interviews. I Listen, there's one thing that my parents taught me was to show respect and be presentable when, it, in, when it's required, whether that's, at a, whether that's at a job, whether that's at court, whether that's anywhere, to be presentable. Hold on, Lowry, hold on, hold on, Lowry, Lowry stepped up. It's 34-29, game check, 11 minutes left in the second quarter. All right, so um, anyways, moving forward with it. I have always been presentable when the time is needed, right? Sometimes I, I, My normal character is highly, my normal human character is I'm from Alapata, I'm from Hialeah, I'm from Dade County. That is my normal human character. My nine to five is, my name is Oscar Benitez, and I am at your service. When I am with a higher figure, my name is Oscar Benitez, and I am at your service. I am not from Alapeta. I'm not from Hialeah. I'm not from Dade County. I am a presentable human being. So, I do my exams, pass them with flying colors. I do my interviews, pass them with flying colors. I do another interview. Perfect. Then I get called back in for something called a moral character interview. If you guys know what this is, drop a comment. Because to this day, I've never seen anybody else take this fucking interview. It's called a moral character interview. I guess they saw. I guess, no, not, not that I guess. Let's, let's, let's rephrase that. They saw what happened in my record. I showed them the paper from the court. We let it go. You know, we let it go. This is fine. No problem. We'll hire for a personal hiring. I was a concierge at the Apogee in South Beach. The Apogee is a beautiful location down in South Beach where shit, even Pat Mayweather had the penthouse. Pat Riley then bought out the penthouse. Um, yeah, it was a great job. But I worked the overnight shift. You know, um, I worked 12 to 8. 12 to 9 because I had an hour to 12 to 8. 11 to 8? 11 to 8. 11 to 8. My interview was at 9 a.m. in Miami Gardens. So what I do is I clock out 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm in a three-piece suit. I take off. I get there at 9.02. I get in line. I get my ticket. I go inside. I sit down. At 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I stand up and I ask a security guard, Sir, I have yet to be called. Can you please tell me what's going on? He goes inside, comes back inside. He goes, young man, don't worry. This has been taken care of. You'll get something in the mail. <laughs> Fucking hooray. Fucking hooray. I went in there thinking, this is great. This is absolutely great. Two weeks later, I got a packet this fucking big in the mail saying, you have been denied citizenship to the United States for showing bad moral character and not showing up to your final interview. I'm sorry, fucking what? I'm sorry, fucking what? There's no fucking way. I sat there for five hours. I mean, it's probably more than five hours, but I sat there all fucking day. 
What do you mean? According to them, apparently that nine o'clock in the morning, they opened the doors. They said, bloody, bloody Oscar Benitez. And since I was still coming in line, they just closed the file and just said, denied. I was like, are you fucking kidding? After that, I was like, man, fuck the police. Man, fuck the academy. Man, fuck being a citizen. I'll renew my residence card. <laughs> oh, man, it was a great time. It was a great. Hold on one second. Okay, see, I had to come over here to make sure because my computer had locked up. But, um, yeah, man, that's the story behind my first one. My second one was literally last October. I just, I did the exams. I paid the 800 bucks, the, the 800 bucks. Yeah, because they, you know, they charge you like almost a stack to become a citizen. Um, and then if you fail, you don't get none of that back. But whatever. Um, did all the exams, passed everything. Funny part about my last interview doing this one. Okay, the funny part about my last interview doing this one was that the lady looks at me and she goes, <laughs> first of all, let me, let me, <laughs> I don't even know if we got time for this, but first of all, let me, let me, let me break down what happened to me the day of my final interview. Okay. I had just gotten a brand new job for Grant Cardone Enterprises. Shout out to my people at GC, man, Rachel. Brendan, Marcos, Sammy, Pierre, and shout out to all my people over there. Shout out to Jim hooking me up, man. Shout out to all my people out there. But um, I was working for Grant Cardone. If some of you don't know, Grant Cardone is, you guys know who the fuck Grant Cardone is. But um, anyways, just had a new job with him. I knew that I had my interview. My house is um, a few blocks away from immigration, right? So I have to pass immigration to get to Grant Cardone Enterprises. Bro, I was so excited about this job that I woke up the day of my interview. I got in my car. I passed, through, passed by immigration. I went to work. I sat at my desk. And at 8.57, I fucking stood up, looked back at my supervisor, Brandon. And he goes to me, what's wrong? Now, I had already pre-approved this day. So it should have been a red flag for everybody that knew that my day was off, that I was there. But nobody fucking know. Nobody fucking noticed. Damn, did y'all hear that? That's crazy if y'all heard that. I'm going to have to edit that shit out. Hmm. I stand up and he goes, what's wrong? And I go, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. He's like, what do you mean you're not supposed to be here? I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be out immigration. Oh, my God. My my wife just sent me a text, but I can't read it because it was on the other side. Honey, I can't read your text right now. I'm doing a podcast. My fans are watching. <laughs> um, hold on. Let's take a break, guys. All right, here we go. We back. I think we back. Hold on. Let me just make sure. Yeah, we back. We back. We back. We back. Check, check, check. Mic check, mic check. All right. Um, I don't fucking remember where I left off. I don't, uh, damn, I didn't even bother to check the fucking tape. <laughs> Great production value, Rax. Out fucking standing. <laughs> um, so, oh, yeah, uh, my second time doing my immigration test. By the way, score check, Boston Celtics 44, Miami Heat 39, 6.57 left in the second half. So, um, 
Bro, I fucking stand up, I freak out, I panic. I'm already late. My interview was at 9 a.m. It's 9.03 while I'm in the office. I figured I got to fucking take off, bro. I got to take off. There's no way that I did this shit again just to fucking not get approved and then have to pay another 800 another stack just to do this shit again. No fucking way. I would have died a fucking green card alien. But I, I haul ass. I make it by 10 o'clock. I get there. Security guard standing at the gate, and I look at him, and I go, sir, today's my final interview, and I'm extremely late. And he goes to me, you'll be all right. How late are you? Let me see your paper. I look to him the paper, and he goes, hmm. When somebody goes, hmm, nothing good ever comes from that. All right? But then he proceeded to tell me, you'll be all right. So I was like, fuck it. I'll be all right. I get to the other security. You know, you take everything from your drawers to the fucking white hair you have in the center of your asshole. You take everything off. You slide through the machine. You go to the stand. I proceeded to tell the lady at the front desk the same exact thing. Ma'am, I'm extremely late. And I'm very sorry. But the last thing I want is for you guys to deny me. If you could please reschedule me, I would greatly appreciate it. Let me turn on this TV because I feel like you guys could hear it. Here's what she tells me. She goes, have a seat over there, please. Now, when I look over there, when I look over there, what I see is two chairs next to two vending machines. Bitch, that ain't no waiting room for people who are about to get accepted to the United States. I see it right away. That's a chair where you hold for people who are about to get kicked the fuck out of here. Okay? But I proceed. Not a problem, ma'am. Sit down. I'm staring at her with my side eye. She's staring at me with her side eye. She makes a phone call. Some guy comes up with a file. I'm an intriga. If you guys don't know what intriga means, it's like... You know, like, this guy, like this fucking guy showing up an hour late. Who the fuck does he think he? I said what I thought they were saying, but apparently it was bigger than that. Okay, because they allow me to proceed to the further room, and then the lady. <laughs> I wish I remember her name, and I'm gonna have to remember it when I look back at my paperwork because she gets me. She got me. She took care of me, and we're here. The doors opened up, and the first thing she asked me, she goes, Sir, do you know what time your interview was? I didn't even hear it. I just kept moving. She goes to me, Sir, do you know what time your interview was? And I literally looked her in the eyes, and I told her, I have a story for that. I promise you I have a story for that. I, I've, I've got a story, and I'm going to tell it to you with full sincerity and honesty. Okay, I'm going to tell you the fucking truth. I'm not going to try to tell you that my baby got stuck in the toilet and I had to call an emergency plumber to get him out before he died. None of that. I'm going to tell you the fucking facts. We sit in her office and I tell her about the job. She asks me for the address. She asks me to see the route. She asks me for everything. And, you know, after my story, it all checks out. She's like, one second. She's gone for about 20 minutes as I sit in her office and I stare at all her personal items. There's pictures of her children. There's, you know, prosperity sayings. There's, there's a Cuban artifact in the back of her office. She wasn't Cuban. She was an Afro-American female that, to this day, I fuck it. I love you. I love you, officer. I can't remember your name, but you, you, you heard it down, man. You... You didn't look. For, you didn't look at me for my fuck up. You looked at me for my my 
my my honesty. You looked at me for my wins. You looked at me for everything else except the fuck up that I did, which was to show up an hour and a half late to this interview. Finally, she comes back into the office. She opens up her phone. She goes, my man. That's how she said it to me, by the way. Officer, I can't remember her name, went from uno a uno, one to one. And she goes to me, my man, you've got nine pages of traffic citations. <laughs> I'm right. Hey, listen, I understand. You don't want nobody in this country that can't fucking drive. I get it. But they're here. They're here. They're here. And... It had nothing to do with driving. I like to customize my cars, and I told her, yes, ma'am, yes, I do. But if you look at every single one of them, it'll not be moving violations. It'll be no proof of insurance. It'll be improper equipment. It'll be loud music. It'll be improper equipment. It'll be improper equipment. You know, that's just, it was a lifestyle, you know? And she verifies that, and she stamps the approval, and she says, congratulations, you'll be getting your meeting. I fucking swear my oath. And to this day, I've been a gringo. You know what I'm saying? I've been a gringo since October 2022. Fuck with it. You can't deport me now, bitches. Fuck you. <laughs> but, yeah, man, that's um, the horrific story of why it took me 30 years to become a citizen of the United States, man. Here I go again. Here I go again, y'all. Fuck, where is it? See? This ain't it. This is why I mark them. God damn it. Ugh, here it is. <laughs> Score check, 50 to 41, Boston Celtics, four minutes left in the first, second quarter. <sighs> so, yeah, man, that's just how that one played out. Excuse me. That's just how that one played out. I'm thankful I'm fucking here now. I could finally vote for the first time in 30 years of being in this country, 32 years of being in this country. I um, really hope I don't fuck that one up. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's that. That's just that's my immigrant story. I've got a lot of stories, uh, which we'll get to throughout a lot of series, throughout a lot of episodes. You know, I'll try to lay them down as much as I can. Hope you guys enjoy them. Um, but yeah, man, I'm trying to do stand up. Stand-up has been something that I have always wanted to do my whole life, which is funny because my mom says every time you want to do something, you always say that. I've always wanted to do this. Does anybody have an always wanted to do this moment? Like, I, I feel like I have a lot of them. I've always wanted to be a jet fighter pilot, which, fuck the earth. Mm, I'm not going to say it like that. I support my troops. I support my military. But the Air Force did me fucking dirty. The Air Force did me fucking dirty. Let me explain to you why. Um, there's this, uh, I, I think it's called an, an, an FBAT test or a CBAT test. It's, so, it's something in the works that they give high school children a test, which is uh, reading science. And I don't think there's math involved. I think there's something else involved. But it's to test your military brain. And apparently I tested in a high 96 percentile that I have a military mind. This was, let me, let me push back, let me roll back the tape. This was in the epicenter of a terrorist war. Um, 2001, the Twin Towers fell. I was a ninth grade freshman. By 2005, I graduated high school. By 2004, I had every branch of the military knocking on my mother's door. We had interviews in our backyard. We had all of that. 
Okay, they all wanted me. They all wanted me. I was a five foot ten, um, pretty athletically built kid. I played football my whole life. I played baseball my whole life, um, and I had hair midway to my ass. I would, you know, excuse me, braid it up, look like a thug. Twenty four pack goes in his mouth, and they all wanted me. <laughs> Every last one of those branches wanted me. And I was like, fuck no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to die over there. Like, I, hey, listen, I respect my troops. I thank you guys for everything you fucking did. You guys have way more courage than I do. Okay? I love you guys for what you did. I took it upon myself to say I can't do that. And um, I just didn't. And I, and I was denied citizenship. So I was like, fuck it. If you guys don't want me to be a citizen, what the fuck should I be in your military? But what I did want to fucking do was I did want to fly fighter jets. I always wanted to fly fighter jets. And I actually went to the Air Force office to enlist. And the Air Force office literally looked at me. They weighed me. And they said to me that I do not qualify. And I asked them, I'm sorry, what? And they told me, you sir, with your stature, you're supposed to be weighing this amount. Now, the amount that they said was between 140 and 155. I weighed 185. I was in the peak physical shape of my life. And I looked at them and I said, I'm sorry, what? No problem. Walked out the door and I became a hood rat. That's, you know, street rat, riffraff. I don't buy that. If only they looked closer. What they see up. That's an Aladdin reference, by the way, in case you guys don't know that. Fuck, you should know that. Um, so, yeah, man, that's, that was my short journey for the military. And, um, oh. Kaboom! 4452 score check, 358 left in the second half, Miami down. <sighs> so, um, yeah, that was my story with the military. They said no, I said fuck the rest, and I was not enrolled. Which, it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. I didn't come home with a fucking Hellcat. I didn't come home with the charger. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't come home with none of that. Oh, man, it's fucked up. I shouldn't be saying that. Like, it's so wrong because I really do respect every single troop that went out there. I, I need you guys to know that. I, I just, I crack jokes, and this is pure comedy. I need you guys to understand that I have a level of sarcasm that a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people don't understand my level of sarcasm, and that's okay. I'm not for everyone, but I don't want to insult everyone because if I insult everyone, then I'm not going to be able to pay any fucking bills. But, but, if you're insulted by something minor that I say, then you can just go fuck off. That's simply just exactly what it is. You can fuck off. If you're that easily insulted by anything that I may say, just go kick fucking rocks. It's just that fucking simple. Okay? I don't know how we got started with this military talk, but... Um, yeah, man. Um, shit. I've got a lot of stories. I've got a ridiculous amount of stories. I've been to rock bottom. I've been at the top. I've been everywhere in between. And right now, I'm just trying to get it, man. Right now, I'm just trying to show my talents to the world. Be a good husband. Be a good dad. Every now and then, get shit plastered. 
Now, you know, you guys understand what the fuck I'm saying when I say every now and then. I'm gonna sound, I'm gonna, I, I have this thing where I sometimes make myself sound like a junkie, and it's like, chill the fuck out, bro. That's not really who the fuck you are. Like, I don't understand why you have to do all of that. But, um, <laughs> you guys remember Data's? I'm sorry, I'm watching the Snoop Dogg Skechers. Snoop Dogg has a Skechers fucking commercial? Skechers slippings? Yo, shout out to Snoop Dogg, man. Bow wow wow, yippee yo, yippee yay. Bow wow, yippee yo, yippee yay. But Snoop, you got a slipping Skechers shoe? Yo, my boy Snoop getting paid from every fucking angle, man. That boy is in everything. He's like another Samuel L. Jackson. That motherfucker is in everything. What I mean, everything? Everything. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Uh, but, um, but yeah, man, that's, that's, that's a little story about me. You guys will get more stories about me as time goes by. Um, feel free to, 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 to comment anything you might want to know. Um, I'm sure I'll get a lot of stupid-ass comments. I'm sure I'll get a lot of hate comments. Vincent with the three. Kaboom! Let's go. Score check, 47-54, 3 9 left in the second half. I'm sorry, second quarter. Damn, I'm really bad at a play-by-play. Hey, man, considering this is my first podcast, I feel like I've let this out pretty smoothly, right? Do you guys agree? I still keep look, I still keep looking over here when I should be looking over here. I'm sorry for not looking at y'all. It's not disrespectful. I'm a fucking moron. It's just that, it's just that simple. Visit with the foul and one. Let's go. Oh, no, they took that back. Um, but, um, hey, shout out to Empire out the mud, baby, Dade County. You feel it? Empire BTK, man, that's, that's, been, that's been a family that supported me since they met me. You know, they opened me with walking arms during my toughest times, and I've, um, I'm honored to be a part of their family. I'm honored to be a part of their team, their crew, their lifestyle. Um. Yeah, man, there's, 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 she, nigga, we trying to come, she, we trying to come up in this bitch just like everybody else, bro. Man, listen, stand up. Jimmy Butler's down. One second, y'all. Jimmy Butler is down, but Jimmy Butler's always down. He's always hurt. He's always down. Look at fucking, what's, look at Tatum pretending like he didn't do nothing. Slap hand ass motherfucker. Yep, you slapped his hand. Um, anyways. Stand up is something that I've really wanted to do my my entire life. And everybody has always at some point or another told me you should do stand up. But I've always felt, man, I'm just no fucking way that I could do stand up. These these guys that do stand up, they're goddamn amazing. They go out there, they crush it, they kill it. You know, the crowd is cracking up. I I feel like I'm funny, but I'm not that. And nothing funny has happened in this podcast. This podcast has been personal. This podcast, I feel like, has not gone the trajectory that I wanted to go on the first episode. But fuck it. You guys need to understand who I am before you can understand where I'm going. So that's what the purpose of this first one is. This first one is for you guys to understand me, where we're going with this, and what we're about to do. And once again, I need to look over here. Fuck, man. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, But, yeah, man, like, Kevin Hart, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, 
there's so many, the kings of comedy, you know, there's so many comedians that just crush it. You know where I started watching my first stand-ups? My first stand-ups were on Comic View. You guys remember Comic View? BET Uncut. Comic View on BET. Coming in live. Get your laugh on. Get your laugh on. Hey, yeah, man. Comic View was the one that would set it off because I was like a fucking 10-year-old kid. Late at night watching this shit. And I'm like, my mama has no idea what's on my TV because she can't speak no English, so fuck it. You know, and then after Comic View, you get BET Uncut, and you know, Tip Drill will come out. You know the fucking Tip Drill video. Everybody knows the fucking Tip Drill video. <laughs> Nelly, man, how the fuck did you pull that one up? Score check, 52, 55, 128 left in the second quarter. We coming fucking up, baby. Let's go. We at the line right now. About to shoot a three, make it 53, 55. Kaboom. Let's go. 53, 55, 128 left in the second quarter. But, um, um, yeah, man, com- like stand-up comedy has just been something that I've loved. And I, 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 I really would like to crush it, but I'd be afraid of the, the, the hackling. I'm not afraid of that shit. You know why I'm not afraid of that shit? Because I got a slick-ass motherfucking mouth. So anything you got to say to me, I'm going to come back at your ass with a rebuttal. At your ass. Because... <laughs> <laughs> a chew ass. <laughs> this this is the citizen of the United States right here. <laughs> mm. I'm not scared of the rebuttals because I'm gonna come at your ass like like it's nothing. You know, it, it comes natural. The comebacks come natural to me, especially if I look at your face and I see anything that might come out as humorous. We attacking the fuck out that shit. If you're missing a leg, too fucking bad with your limp ass. Like, I am not worried. You can hop your ass out your seat. Matter of fact, let me give you a leg. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, stand-up comedy is something that I just want to pursue. If I flop, I flop. But at least I did it. A lot of y'all have been telling me to do it. A lot of y'all have been saying you'd come see me. So, when I give y'all a date, come see me. When I give you out a date, come see me, man. <sighs> 59 seconds left in the fucking half. 57-53, Boston has the ball. Tatum attacking, passes out to Harford. Harford with the three, misses, rebound, Tate. Passes it off. All right, we're back. <clears throat> but, yeah, man, the purpose of this is to just, just once again, talk shit. Have some fun. Pass the time. It's not going to be any general topic. I mean, if I could be that Rogan where I can have scientists, comedians, actors, everything come through the set. Uh, by come through the set, I mean sit your happy ass in my living room couch. Shit, we golden. But until then, we're going to have some guests eventually. You know what I'm saying? So-so. Sports with so-so. I need y'all boys on the mic. Empire BTQ, I need y'all on the mic. Chafamosa, I need y'all on the mic. All my close people, I need y'all on the mic. We need to have a one-on-one. We need to have a conversation, man. We need to show the people what it's like, you know? Halftime, Miami 53, Boston 57. We're going to cut this. We'll be back uh, when halftime is over. We'll keep it up. We'll chop it up. Hey, we loving, we leaving, we keeping uh, We loving, we living, we keeping it pushing. Let's get it. All right, y'all, we back. We is back. Score check, Boston 71, Miami 65, 457 left in the third quarter. Now, we're, this isn't a sports show. 
we are going to talk sports because fuck you mean. This is my show. We're going to talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. Uh, predominantly, it's going to be Miami Heat, Miami Martins, Florida Panthers. Uh, it's going to be definitely, definitely, and I know a lot of y'all going to hate this shit, but it's definitely going to be Miami Dolphins, motherfuckers. <laughs> Listen, don't get me started on my mother. Y'all know how I get, well, if you're watching this for the first time and this is the first time you see me, you don't know how I get. But the Miami Dolphins are my motherfucking team. Okay, and it all started in 1997 when I saw Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, shout out to Jim Carrey, still on the top of my list after all these years. But shout out to Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Listen, when I was a kid, I heard they stole a fucking dolphin. I was like, wait a minute. They got a motherfucking dolphin in that stadium? That motherfucking kicking field goals? Listen, bro, that, I was locked in. I was I didn't even know who Dan Marino was when they kidnapped Dan Marino in that movie. Oh my god, we can't even make a layup. Jesus Christ. 7165 score check. Bossing up. Um when I didn't even know who Dan Marino was, they kidnapped him. I was like, who the fuck is that guy? Where the fuck is the fucking dolphin? Dan Marino, the GOAT, the greatest ever, the only GOAT to never get a ring. Jesus Christ. I still say I can I don't even know how I can say that shit. <laughs> but Tua Takavailua. Yeah. Yeah. I know y'all hate him. I know y'all hate him, especially you, Joel. Joel, I remember all the back and forth. Joel, you always in my DMs about Tua. <laughs> Wait till that boy show up. Wait till that boy show up and fucks all y'all up. That Hawaiian is about to take over this year. Count on it. Bet on it. Put some money on it. No, I ain't got no money. Um, all right, so it's not going to be sport, just sports. It's going to be sports, comedy. It's going to be life topics. It's going to be just about anything that I could possibly think of. We're just here, to, like I said, have some fun, crack some jokes, keep it moving, loving, living, keep it pushing. Yeah. <laughs> so... More about me. High school. I originally went to my elementary school. It was Coralway Elementary. Bilingual school, by the way. Not a lot of schools are bilingual, but this one was, which was great because I was a Cuban immigrant that barely knew any English. You know how I learned my English? Oh, I learned my English watching cartoons. Just facts. It's just simple facts. I learned my English watching cartoons and then going to school. And then I, didn't, I, don't have any, I, I didn't have any siblings at that time. I didn't have anybody that was showing me Cuban culture. And then, <laughs> and then a few years later, my cousins, my auntie, they decided to pop up. But let me tell you a story about my family, man. My family is, you can't choose your friends. You, I'm, Corona. <laughs> Slide with a 12-pack. You know what I'm saying? Sponsor me, bye. <laughs> mm. You can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. I wouldn't want any other family. Personally, I, I, I am perfectly fine with the family that I was assigned. Number one, at the top of that list is my mother. My mother, God damn, that's my rock. My mother has put me out of the holes. That she was not meant to pull me out of. And I appreciate her. And I will owe her my life to the day that I die. 
my father took care of everything so that my mother was able to do that. Imagine coming to this country with nothing, absolutely nothing. You start an inefficiency, you move to an apartment, you buy your first home in the crib, in the, you buy your first home in the hood, and then you say, I'm going to buy the, the house across the street. My old boy bought the house across the street, and then my family moved into the house that we were living in. And then my old boy kept both of those houses and bought a new crib, not in the hood no more. Shout out to Panana. <laughs> if you know what Panana is, stand the fuck up. Just sit the fuck down. Just sit the fuck down. <laughs> but um, uh, once my immediate family got here, that they started showing me the que olas, the que huetas, the que cojones, que pinga. Luego de rompo la cara, que pinga. You know, all that shit. Ooh, that bitch was like, my salt in my body just started showing itself out of nowhere. Like, the salt in my veins just came out and said, my boy, you from the motherland. You ain't from here. Run that shit. But they couldn't understand me. You know why they couldn't understand me? Because at the time that they got here, I was your typical white boy child. Do what, he, do what he's told. Doesn't talk back to nobody. Just plays video games. Does his homework. And then I started to fucking disappear on bicycles. <laughs> Me and my cousin, one day we rode out on bikes for like six hours. We came home like at eight o'clock at night. The lights was already, the sun was already down. My mom and her, his mom were fucking freaking the fuck out. Now this is normal in Cuba. It's not normal in the States. My eldest cousin, the moment he rode in Miami Jackson Senior High, he went to school for the first day. He walked in. He walked right the fuck out the back door and went home. He showed up at home at 11 o'clock in the morning. He told my mom, nah, shit, they let us up. My mom was like, bullshit, they fucking did. No fucking school let you out at 11 o'clock in the morning. He took his ass right back to school. Guess what the fuck he did? Yep, he walked right the fuck out. Needless to say, my boy, <laughs> my boy did. <laughs> my boy tried the ninth grade three times. It just wasn't for him. It just, it just, it just was not for him. <laughs> But when my family got here, I, 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 I started realizing what brotherhood was, you know. It, it's, I had three cousins. I had two older males, one younger female. I consider those to be my brothers and sisters. That's the closest I know to a brother and sister at that point, you know. I've got a brother and a sister now, but they're from my um, immediate father's side, and I never, I've never actually met them, so, you know. Bad on my parts, and I claimed him as bro and sis, but hey, you know, it takes a lot more than just saying you were part of my daddy's nutsack to consider us bro and sis. But that's another story for another day. Score check 7868. Boston is up by 10. This is crazy right now. Two minutes left in the third quarter. All right. Um, so this is probably going to be it. I've been talking for a lot. I think I've got my point across explaining to you guys who I am. I'll do more of that as time goes on. You guys will get to know me. You'll either love me or you'll hate I doubt you'll hate me. If you hate me, you got a problem because I don't cause anyone to hate me. I, to this day, I don't know anyone that, that really hates me, hates me. Like, you might hate me in the sense of, like, look at this fucking goofball, but you don't hate me as a human being enough to, like, take me the fuck out. But this is going to be it for right now. 
As a matter of fact, it ain't. We going to cut. I'm going to watch this game. And then you're going to have an after-game reaction from me. We are down by 10 right now, folks. If you're a Boston Celtics fan, go kick fucking rocks. <laughs> it's your boy, Rax. We love him. We live him. We keep it moving. We'll be right back. All right, guys. It's getting weird. 90, 86, six minutes left in the... Jesus Christ. 92, 86, 6, 10 left in the fourth quarter. Boston leads. Butler with the ball. Listen, this is an intense game. We've done all types of brujeria to try to win this game. It's all over social media. Uh, a 3-0 comeback is not something we want in our record. We, we never want to talk about that shit. We never, ever even want to think about that. We want to send them home tonight so we can take on the Denver Nuggets and that dirty-ass Jokic. We still remember you, boy. We still remember you with that dirty-ass play on Morrison. We still remember you. Hmm. Finish it off, boys. Kaboom. Let's go. 88-92, four-point game, 550 left in the game. <sighs> I've talked a lot about myself today. What we're going to do is we're going to finish off the show, episode one. Man, I'm, I'm really proud of this. I'm really proud of this. However it comes out, if it comes out shitty, if it comes out great, I'm really proud of it because shit, I did it. I fucking did it. I stepped up. I did it. Oh, my God. The Boston Celtics are on three. 520 left in the game. I fucking did it. I mean, I'm putting myself out there. I'm so sorry, guys. This is, this is, this is we're playing like shit right now. I put myself out there. Let me just forget about this. I, I can't forget about it. I'm such a homer that, listen, I am so emotionally invested in everything that I do. Whether it's work, whether it's personal, whether it's it's sports, whether it's the teams that I root for, I'm so emotionally invested that it gets me to the point that I want to fucking cry at times. And fuck it, I'm a grown ass man. Listen, every man cries. Every man cries, especially for something they care about. And I I I care about a lot of things. Number one is gonna be God. Right right next to them is going to be my family. And right under that is Miami sports. <laughs> 98-88, heat down by 10, 4.56 left in the fucking fourth quarter. Boston wants to take this back to Boston and try to beat us. We can't have that shit happen. All right. Um, I'm always emotionally invested in everything that I do. I lead with my heart. That's, I want to say that's my biggest attribute and my biggest flaw fuck I'm sorry guys we just talked through missed it lost rebound we're down by 10 anyways it's, I, it's my biggest attribute my biggest flaw and I'm not gonna change I'm always gonna lead with my heart because I wear it on my sleeve everything I say I always mean um oh god three rebound Boston what happened what happened what happened Time out, Boston. Anyways, yeah, man, I'm always emotionally invested in everything that I do. That's one thing you guys are going to figure out about me as this thing goes on is that I'm really emotional. Um, I'm an extrovert. I, I, I speak. I know we're in the generation of introverts. It's weird. Let, let, let's bring that up. It's weird because I'm an extrovert, but I've got 
I got sprinkles of an inch over it in me. Let me explain that. I love to have a good time. I want to be out there in a crowd. I want to, you know, I, I was a club promoter when I was fucking 15 years old. You know, I, I was with OZ, on Beat Zombies. That's got the whole fucking story to it. But I was promoting early, early stages of club space. I was promoting Madhouse, which is the Rusty Pelican. It was an all-age party. I was promoting fucking, um, Jesus Christ. I'm trying to remember every club that we went to. Um, I think there was Crunch at the Grove, 609 at the Grove. I, I was promoting all-age parties because I was underage. So I was, I was in high school being a promoter, you know. Came home, not came home, I would go to school with fucking pre-sale tickets. Da, 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 da. I wasn't even making that much. Come to think of it, I wasn't even making that much money as a promoter. Sure, I was getting broken off, but the incentive was you get in for free. And here's a wristband so that you can go in the VIP area. But the VIP area, <laughs> what the fuck is a VIP area at the goddamn all-ages party? It's just a fucking table where you can have a soda at. <laughs> but, oh, man, <laughs> great times. Anyways. I lead with my heart for everything that I do. So I'm proud of this. I'm proud of the fact that I actually put myself in front of you guys. I'm opening up myself. I'm being vulnerable. I'm being vulnerable to your hate comments. I'm being vulnerable to your to your dislikes. I'm being vulnerable to everything negative. But I know there's going to be a lot of positive that comes out of this. And that's what I can't wait to see. That's what I'm trying to explore. So if you're here now, I hope you'll listen to the next one. This first episode I feel like it was really serious it was serious we tried to keep some humor in it but I feel like I opened up the first page of Rax I'm sorry I opened up the first page of Oscar you guys got to know Oscar you guys got to know a little bit of my story about how it is that I got here what it is that 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 I wish to accomplish how I see this thing moving forward so it can only get better. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I fucking tried. All right. I fucking tried. And that's all, that, that, that's all there is to it, man. Um, it's 1057 over here on the East Coast. It's still Cheers. It's still Go Fins. It's still 1972 Undefeated Dolphins. We're going to take a sip. Excuse me. And now we're going to go frantic looking for the vapes. I think I put them both in my pocket. Here's the dirty one. Here's the one with the dick. <laughs> Look, see? This is why I always have two. This is dead. Adios, amigo. Look at these Boston clowns trying to hype themselves up in our home court. Eighty-eight, ninety-eight, four ten left in the fourth quarter, 12 seconds left in the play clock. Boston inbounds. I mean, this is this is gonna go down to the wire, y'all. Like, I, we're ten points down, but I never give up on my guys. Again, I'm a homer. I believe the Miami Dolphins will win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> I know, I know, a lot of y'all don't like that I just said that because you think I'm saying that as a homer, you know, as just a guy who loves his team. But let's 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 no. You know what? We're not. We're over here. We're not going to get into that. 
We're not going to get in. Let me get closer. We're not going to get into that. You know why? Because fuck y'all. That's why. That's exactly why. Because you guys know. Well, fuck, man. I keep saying it like if all of you guys that are watching this have ever have known me your whole lives. But if you're not, the Miami Dolphins are my fucking team. Okay. And the only thing that I want is to be able to say they want a ring before I pass. Okay, I've been a fan for over 30 years. Two playoff appearances. 20 quarterbacks. Tua. Lead us, man. Lead us. We got all the tools. I see you getting big, boy. I see you put on some weight. <laughs> I see you put on some weight. Lead us, boy. Oh, let's go, Miami Heat rebound, 98-90. We're charging down. Three minutes left in the game. 3.30 left in the game. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Jimmy Butler with the foul. Andy up. Here we go. Jimmy at the line. All right. <clears throat> this is why I never give up, man. It's 98-90. Eight-point game. Jimmy's going to the line. Hopefully, he can sink both of these two. It'll be a six-point game. <sighs> Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm trying to get these people what they want. We're trying to get these people what they want. Oh, my God, bro. Like, <laughs> well, once again, I'm proud I'm doing this, man. I got no title for it. I think I'm going to call it, I think, I think this 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 podcast is going to be called We Loving, not we, Loving, Living, Keeping and Pushing. If you guys like that title, let me know. Let me know in the comments if you like the title, Loving, Living, Keeping and Pushing. That's all I can think of. If you don't like it, fuck it. Give me some new fucking ideas. Maybe it's Goofballs are Us. Maybe it's the spick from the east. I don't. <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. I can barely feel my cheeks right now. This is number six. This is number six. I hope this is a championship. Six. 91, 98, 325 left in the game. 24 seconds left. All right. <clears throat> I mean, I'm excited, y'all. Like, South Florida sports is fucking killing it. Miami Heat, Eastern Conference Finals. We should have already closed this shit, but here we are, still fucking fighting. Florida Panthers are in the Stanley Cup. Like, incredible. Incredible. That can only mean one thing. The Miami Dolphins will do. <laughs> it's always going to go right back to the Miami Dolphins, baby. It's always going to go right back to the Everybody knows me knows that I bleed off one green, man. That's when you know I've had a little bit too many. Everybody knows me. I beat aqua and orange, baby. <laughs> why is Tatum at the line? I don't want to fucking understand why Tatum's at the line. <sighs> 99-91, y'all. <sighs> but listen, I've been rambling for over an hour. That's, that's an accomplishment all in itself. I'm sure there's people that get on here that are just stumbling all over the place. I'm making this shit up as I go. I'm just talking to you guys like if I was talking to my, to my, my friend, you know. Which is what I expect all of you guys to be. I expect all y'all be my homies. I expect all of y'all be my bros, my girls. Wait, not my girls because my wife is not going to like that comment. By the way, I'm talking pretty low because my child is asleep. My daughter's with her mom this weekend. Um, so, But she's 12. She ain't even worried about me. But my six-month-old son, that motherfucker fucking goes crazy. My mom calls me. The, my mom calls him her little guy Ito because that motherfucker crazy, bro. I don't know what I was on when I made that boy, but that motherfucker crazy. Six months old, fucking, look at this shit. I got white hairs in my beard, man. This shit new to me. 
this shit new to me, boy. <laughs> oh my god. Here we go, y'all. Rebound Miami. Rebound Miami. Let's go. 100 to 93. 215 left in the game. Miami pushing the ball down. We only down by seven. Jimmy Butler has the ball. Jimmy Butler shoots for three. Kaboom. Let's go. Let's go. 96, 100. We only down by four. Let's get it. Two minutes left in the game. Oh, my fucking God. This shit is intense. Let's get a stop, boys. Let's get a stop. But anyways, yeah, my son, he 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 ended up being, which is crazy. My boy, good rebound, Miami. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We pushing down. Jimmy Butler pushing down the road. Jimmy at the line. Dribbling, watching, 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 waiting for the play. Pushing to the inside. Foul on Jimmy. Let's get it. Foul on Jimmy. Let's get it. Jimmy to the line. Oh, my God. This shit about. Jimmy, if you sink both of these, it's going to be a two-point play. It's going to be a two-point game. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I got to pee so bad, but we can't We can't stop this right now, y'all boys. We can't stop this. Jimmy's at the line. Puts up shot number one. Kaboom. 97-100. Yeah, man. My, I don't know what I was on when I made my son. My son is a fucking Tasmanian devil, which is crazy because I, I mean... You guys can't see it because of the light that I got on right now, but I, 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 I'm tan. Tan. Can't see it, but I've got curly hair. My boy came out white like his mama. Jimmy for the second one. Kaboom. Oh, no, he missed it. Heat rebound. Heat rebound. Robinson for three. He missed. God fucking damn it. All right, um, yeah, my son came out white as fuck, but he got them light eyes, so you know that boy going to be a killer. Eee! You know that boy going to be a killer. 109 left in the game, 197 is a three-point game. Boston charging down, Tatum with a three. He missed, he missed, he missed, he missed, he missed. Rebound, Boston, they missed. Rebound, oh, my God, why is that a foul? God damn it, Robinson. I can't believe you missed that three, bro. Remember the Ray Allen days, y'all? <laughs> oh, my God. We can't stop. We can't stop. I got to pee so bad, y'all. Well, we can't stop. There's one minute left in the game. I might have to stop this shit because it's not. It's going to be like when I got to the States. I'm going to be pissed all over myself. <laughs> 101-97, four-point game. Oh, God, this is really bad. I mean, yeah, man, my, my son came out white as fuck. Semi-light hair. Four-point game, y'all, 101-97, heat training down. Here we go. Jimmy to the line. Jimmy makes it. That's two, count it, and one. Let's go. 99-101. 99-101. I'm looking for my phone. My phone is recorded right here. 99-101, <laughs> y'all. Jimmy going to the line. If he can sink it, it's a one-point game. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Golly. I unplugged my mic, y'all. See? 
That's that setup. Hey, we're going to get better, though. Jimmy at the line, shoots. Banks. 100-101. Let's go, defense. 53 seconds left in the game. 53 seconds left in the game. Tatum with the ball. No, that's White. White with the ball. Vincent on him. Come on, boys. Nine seconds left in the shot clock. Seven, six, five, four, three. Blocked. 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 Adebayo pushing back. Adebayo pushing back. Gives it to Robinson. Robinson for three. He missed it. He fucking missed it. Robinson, you... Robinson missed it. Robinson missed it. 16 seconds left in the game, one point game. Robinson missed it. Smart misses the first free throw. It's still a one point game. 16 seconds left, y'all. If Smart makes this as a two point game, we can still fucking tie the game or win the game. Smart, the line shoots. Makes it. 102-100. Two-point game. 16 seconds left in the game. Jimmy with the inbound. Dribbling down the court. Managing the court. 10 seconds. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Foul on. Yes, yes, yes. Foul. 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 That's a three-point play right there. That's a three-point play right there. That's a three-point foul. Yes, it is. Watch it. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Lord. I don't know what's going on, y'all. I don't know what's going on, y'all. I'm bugging out. Jimmy had the ball. They fouled him. He was about to shoot the three. That's a foul. That should be a three-point play. What is happening? I need the call. They're just giving a replay. I don't know what the fuck is going on, man. That's a three-point fucking foul. Oh, my God. That's a three-point fucking... Oh, my God. They're going to commercial, y'all. They're going to commercial, y'all. Hold on. Here we go, y'all. What's happening? Jimmy at the line. Jimmy at the line for three. Jimmy at the line for... Oh, God. What's happening? Yeah, my bad, y'all. My bad, my bad. You know what it is. Here we go. 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 Jimmy's at the line. 102 to 100. Hemothy. Hemi Butler. Three seconds left in the game, man. If anything, we need two. If anything, we need two. Here comes the first one. Six hit. 101-102. Here comes the second one. Sinks it. 102, 102. Game's tied. Three seconds left in the game. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Here we go, y'all. Jimmy is cool, calm, and collected. This is more than I can say about myself. Here we go. Jimmy has the ball. Dribbling, making sure. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 
two heat lead. Three seconds left in the game. Oh my fucking god! Could y'all see this? Hell no, nah, cause the quality on my iPhone ain't that good. But I got fucking chills, y'all. Here we go. Here we go. This is exactly why I needed to finish this off. Here we go. Three seconds left in the game. I need a drink. I need a drink. We need a defensive stop. Three seconds left. No fouls. No fouls. No fouls. No fouls. Uh, we're not cutting. Man, when I tell you, bro, my heart is pumping. <laughs> There's one, I'm a competitive person, so if there's one thing that gets me going in sports, we need to stop, y'all boys. One stop. Replay, Jimmy's saying one stop. That's all we need is one stop. Here we go, one clean stop. No fouls, no nothing. This is ours. Here we go, y'all. Here we go, y'all. Here we go, y'all. My stomach's making all types of noise. I'm sure it's coming on this mic. My wife is texting me to shut the fuck up because I'm waking up the baby. Holy shit. <laughs> Here we go, y'all. Here we go, y'all. Inbound Boston. Three smart. He doesn't make it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not excited because they just had a tap in rebound. I got to see this replay. Oh, he got it in. Fuck, we lost the game. We lost the game, y'all. Holy fucking shit. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show, man. That's episode one. <sighs> That's episode one. That's insane, man. Game seven coming up. Game seven coming up, y'all. It was a pleasure. If you guys stuck around this long, I appreciate y'all. Just know that it's going to be a whole lot more, a lot more fun, a lot more conversations, a lot more interesting facts. Man, what a way to go down. Hey, but thank you guys for tuning in. If you did tune in, this shit was long as hell. I get it. Episode one, baby. It's in the books. It's your boy Rax. I'm signing off. We loving. We living. We keep it a push. See y'all on the next one. Let's go.